0: One type of athlete that you can hire is guys that have climbed Mount Everest, and they go and, like, talk to, like, businesses to, like, motivate them, because it's relatable. <laughs> it's, <laughs> That's, like, it's not relatable at all. This guy climbed Mount Everest, and he's going to try to talk to people that are trying to park as close as they can to the building. Can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle. Hello, hello, and welcome back or welcome to season 14 of the Raise Your Game Show, a podcast dedicated to providing you with practical, actionable ideas, concepts, and strategies to help you improve your individual productivity and your team's organizational performance. I'm your host, Alan Stein Jr., corporate keynote speaker and the author of two books, Raise Your Game, High-Performance Secrets from the Best of the Best, and Sustain Your Game, High-Performance Keys to Manage Stress. Avoid stagnation and beat burnout. In this season, I'll share the most impactful lessons I teach on stage, along with exclusive commentary to arm you with the tools you need to level up your habits, mindset, focus, and self awareness. Each episode will be short and sweet and concise by design. Each featured lesson was pulled from a video on my YouTube channel. You can find the link in the show notes. If you like what you hear, In addition to sharing this podcast episode, I wanna also encourage you to check out youtube.com backslash Alan Stein Jr. Hit subscribe and share your favorite videos with your friends, colleagues, and social following. Remember, a candle loses nothing by lighting another candle. All right, let's get on with today's episode. You know, for me, as I've gotten older, Uh, I realized that happiness and success, um, they're not synonymous, they don't mean the same thing, but they're very directly correlated. And for me, a big portion of my definition of success is the happiness and fulfillment that I have. So uh, what I would say, if you're really passionate about something, but you're not very good at it, it doesn't mean you need to give up on it. It might not be your prime vocation, but it could still be a hobby. It could still be something that you, you do during the unseen hours because you enjoy it so much. Now, if you're really talented at something, but you can't stand doing it, I just don't think that's sustainable. Uh, I think that's something that people call the grind, which, as you know, I'm opposed to, uh, which is I'm just doing this because I'm good at it, but boy, I don't enjoy it. And for me, that's just kind of a hollow way to go through life. I don't want to go through life doing things that I don't enjoy. Now, I am a realist. I'm not implying that every moment of every day of my life is not puppy dogs and ice cream, Um, but the vast majority of what I get an opportunity to do are things that fill my bucket and I love to do. And and my goal is to design a life where I'm doing most of those things most of the time. And so I, I think when we look at those four quadrants, We should all be working feverishly to stay in that quadrant of what we love and what we're good at. And for some people, you can find a dream job where you work for someone else and you're in that sweet spot and and that's awesome. Other people, that's what leads them to being freelancers and entrepreneurs is they wanna have control over uh, being in their strength zone so they just go out and start their own thing and that's another path as well. Uh, But I firmly believe to be the best version of yourself and to live the happiest and most fulfilling life you can. You need to spend as much time in that quadrant uh, as possible. Uh, I was a decent player in Montgomery County, Maryland. You know, I wasn't an All-State player. I certainly wasn't an All-American. I was a a decent player. uh, Played at a very small school down in North Carolina, Elon but had a mediocre, and that would be generous, uh, career at Elon, um, which I'm not diminishing that. Just the fact that I played college basketball does put me in kind of an upper tier, but was very mediocre uh, by college basketball standards. And yet you can see the wall behind me. I've had an opportunity to work with Kobe Bryant and LeBron James and Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant. So even though I was not an exceptional player by any stretch, I've had an opportunity to do what I love with people that are the absolute best of all time. Uh, so yeah, let's let's make sure that we're not limiting ourselves and limiting our future with what we can do based on where we are at the present. And, and I love um, you bringing up the concept of role player because I do believe one of the most coveted skills in the world right now, aside from leadership and good communication, is someone that is a great teammate. Uh, someone that that understands that they might not be the best on the team, but they can be the best for the team and that they have the selflessness to say, I'm going to do everything I can to make those around me better and to make our team better. And that is really hard to find those types of people. So uh, I can certainly attest that you are the consummate role player. Uh, but I think anyone that has that mindset, um, You're going to have a very, very bright future. If you embrace it, instead of trying to resist it. That clip was from a virtual fireside chat. I was a part of in mid 2020 at the height of the global pandemic. The main premise of this clip stems from the best advice I've ever been given. When I was in middle school, a coach told me that my strength zone was found at the intersection of my talent and my passion. He told me that the key to high performance, the key to being super productive, and the key to true fulfillment was figuring out what you're naturally good at, discovering what you love to do, and finding where those two intersect. He then went on to say that you will get the most out of life if you learn to operate in your string zone consistently. Hmm. Find stuff I'm good at. Find stuff I enjoy doing. Find where they overlap. That made so much sense to me. And honestly, I haven't deviated from that basic Venn diagram in almost four decades. Now, don't get your strength zone confused with your comfort zone. They're not the same thing. I am a huge advocate of pushing outside of my comfort zone and learning to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I fully acknowledge that growth is always on the other side of discomfort. But that's not what your strength zone is referencing your strength zone is simply harnessing the natural gifts and talents that you have and marrying them to the things you most enjoy doing that combination is what will allow you to log the required hours get in the required reps and push through the required discomfort over the long term after talking extensively about this concept of the strength zone i then shifted gears and talked about the importance of being a good teammate this is something I talk about all of the time with my own children and every single corporate client I speak for. My good friend Jay Billis sums it up brilliantly when he says, be the teammate you want to play with. That's kind of a twist on the golden rule. If you want teammates that work hard have great attitudes or selfless or enthusiastic and don't blame, complain, or make excuses, Well, then you need to work hard, have a great attitude, be selfless, be enthusiastic, and refrain from blaming, complaining, and making excuses. You need to model the behavior you want to see in the teammates around you. Great teammates put the we before me, strive to make a maximum contribution to those around them, and they know, embrace, and star in their role, no matter what that role is. Being a great teammate is 100% controllable and in my opinion, is one of the most valued traits a person can have. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope it helped you raise your game. If you're interested in learning how I can deliver messages like this to your team or at your next event, please visit allensteinjr.com and hit the contact tab in the upper right corner. If you found this episode helpful, would you be open-minded to supporting the show? Would you be kind enough to take 30 seconds and leave us a rating and review? That helps support the show's mission and message more than you know.